Jess. Hey guys, happy Earth Day. Is that when we're recording this? Is Earth Day today? I think so. It's it's, yeah. it's day after Earth Day, but it's okay. Oh, we can shit. celebrate Earth Day every day. <laughs> hey, they, they don't know when we're recording this. Happy Earth Day and, uh, and Nicole. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, but we yeah. got way ahead on this one. We got early screeners to this new Netflix film that we're doing tonight. <laughs> that is Stowaway, which came out April 22nd. So no, it's not Christmas, but... Uh, uh, still away, new Netflix film. It's on. It should be on your top tens probably when you're hearing this. I think it just was number three today when we were watching it. Uh, hopefully that's a better indicator than our last top ten Netflix movie we did. If you want to go back and hear Thunder Force, that was oh not. Uh, Why did you even have to say that name? Not a favorable Netflix movie, but uh, this one looked more promising. It stars Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, Shamir Anderson, and Tony Collette. It is the second film from director Joe Pena who is a musician and a YouTuber, and he has one other movie as well, uh, starring Mads Mikkelsen from, uh, what was the movie we did, uh, Another Round, The the Danish Man, which was is also a movie similar to this, about a guy surviving in the middle of nowhere and things go bad. So he has a certain lane he likes to stay in, and this is what uh, Stowaway is about. On a mission headed to Mars, an unintended stowaway accidentally causes severe damage to the spaceship's life support systems facing dwindling resources and a potentially fatal outcome the crew is forced to make an impossible decision do you guys know anything about this going in wasn't stowaway a movie already i feel like this title has been taken before probably it's not a super original title i mean it's it's accurate i suppose in the in the most basic sense it's a space movie there's been a lot of space movies i don't know if there's been uh, I just feel like Stowaway was like a like a cartoon or like something from a while ago. I don't know. I just feel like the name kind of sounded familiar, but maybe not. It might just be because it's like, I mean, maybe, but it's just kind of a generic sounding name. But uh, Stowaway on yeah. Netflix, if you haven't seen it, it's getting a pretty solid critical, like high 70s, um, some mixed to high user scores, kind of 60-ish range, so... Uh, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, go check it out. We're going to spoil it now. We write things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. We have a crew of three on a spaceship headed on a two-year mission to Mars. Uh, it sounds like there's already a small settlement out there, and they have... Uh, some sciencey stuff they got to do. So the three members of our crew are the ship commander Marina, that Tony Collette, she's just referred to as commander in this. Uh, Zoe is Anna Kendrick. Uh, she's kind of our main character. She's a medical researcher, and then Daniel Day Kim plays David Kim, who is the ship's biologist. Uh, so they're flying to Mars to do various experiments. Uh, Zoe and David are scientists, and uh, they, this is both their first time in space, so they're kind of newbies to this. And Tony Collette is uh, this is her third and final mission, so she's an experienced astronaut at this point. And pretty early on into the movie, as the title suggests, they find a stowaway aboard, uh, and that is Michael Adams, that's Shamir Anderson's character, uh, and he was a launch plan engineer, so one of the guys who kind of works on the on the various rocket pieces before it goes up uh and after an accident he gets stuck in the ship's hull and that the, the crew does not find him in time they do not realize he's missing before the takeoff and uh, he's badly injured but survives the launch uh very surprisingly uh surviving a space launch when you're stuck in like part of the hull is pretty 
tough to swallow, but we're going to get past that. And uh, now we got these four people in space. Uh, there's a damaged life support system, as I said in the opening uh, opening statement. And so we are running low on resources, oxygen especially. We're not sure if everyone's going to be able to survive. Try to do some measures to, to mitigate that, but uh, it's going to be a survival survival mission at this point to try to get these four people to be able to make it to Mars all in one piece. So that is our plot of Stowaway. Let's start with Nicole. What do you think of this plot? I don't like space movies. Let's let's put that out here now. I don't like space movies. Every single Any one, space movies. Every single one that I've seen is the same shit. It's just different actors in it. There's always something wrong. <laughs> like, I did would never want to sign up as a young child now to be an astronaut because every single resource you have <laughs> is something blows up someone flies away from the ship someone dies in the thing there's an alien or there's not enough supplies like that is how space travel goes i guess yeah well in, in movies uh space does not go well in real life it's a little better but uh yeah, you are correct <laughs> i mean the, it's it feels so unoriginal anymore that i don't ever f- want to watch one because i feel like i already know what's gonna happen this one is a little bit different in the sense that this was you know a complete accident of something that there's a there's a man <laughs> in the ship that somehow survived with no protection going through the atmosphere and not burning or freezing or blowing up or shriveling whatever could have happened like it just doesn't make sense to me at all the other thing that doesn't make sense to me about this particular stowaway is how he managed to get closed up in this yes compartment like did, <laughs> who closed it like what the fuck that doesn't make any sense at all i don't know it really just doesn't make any sense at all and as me and brennan were talking in the beginning of this when it kind of happens and they're you know discussing how everything is kind of shifted brennan you made a really good point that you know everything is double triple quadruple checked they had to have known that there was an extra weight added to this plane that doesn't that they weren't accounting for so like let's they even say it on the launch they're saying we're getting more drag like than we're supposed to because yeah everything on a space launch in real life is calculated to like the ounce like they they know if like right. i think you said before nicole they know if you took a shit before you take a, a, a space flight right. they need exact calculations that's why they're burning more fuel at the beginning because a fucking 200 pound man is extra wedged 200 in a, pounds in a thing yeah, yeah. It's it doesn't make sense. So I mean, the whole plot that is re- revolving around this, the rest of it can't quite make sense to me because it should have never happened to begin with. I can't look past that, um, but I have to and kind of watch how these people try to survive with depleting oxygen. And uh, I mean, there's well, I'll, well, I'll get into more character stuff. I think is really what I get hung up on in the in this. More so than the plot, because I already am lost on the plot. Like, I don't like it. But with that being said, I guess it is more unique than other ones. <laughs> Not really. But um, I'm going to give it... <laughs> I'm going to give it... I guess I'll start it with a three, and we'll we'll go from there. Oh, it's more generous than I thought, based on your kind of kind of harsh, harsh beginning. Things can change. Things can change. Okay, All right, that's fair. Uh, Jess, what do you think <laughs> of the plot? So this was like an astronomical soap opera i i think it was like 
very very dramatic like there was nothing really happening it was just because they're all contained in this spaceship so the only way to keep the movie going is to just make a lot of drama like a lot of dramatic music a lot of tense scenes a lot of decision making to me that's what this is and the whole time i was waiting for anna kendrick to hook up with either the stowaway <laughs> or her co-worker and that literally never oh, happened for so. full so- full-on soap opera in space <laughs> well i mean this, what else is there without like her hooking up with one of them? I don't know. It was just boring without that. And the whole time I was like, when is this going to happen? And it never happened. And I was like, what even is this movie? I, mean, I, I think was it like, was. Oh, lift up your shirt. Exactly. And lift up your arm. At first, I, w- I thought okay. Anna Kendrick uh, and her coworker uh, were thing. like. I didn't get those ideas at all. You guys were both expecting something. I was not. It was. They, I feel like they were kind of hinting it. Like at first, Anna Kendrick and her coworker. I, did. I didn't. I, I didn't pick up on that. Maybe Nicole thought so, but I I thought it was kind of being hinted. I thought um, I did. Yeah, I thought okay. Anna Kendrick and the coworker. At first, I thought they were like married or a couple, and I'm like, okay, they're not. Then I'm like, okay, so the whole time she's gonna have a massive crush on him, and I I think she kind of still did. The stowaway came, and they had those intense moments where she stitched him up. <laughs> whatever she did on him and i'm like okay yeah they're i'm feeling the heat here never happened (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, i wasn't feeling heat between the characters but uh they they made this so dramatic you you had to like nothing happened so it was all drama intensive i feel like but i i feel like it, it the rest of the plot was kind of like oh this third guy is here what do we do that was it I don't think I was completely into it. I don't know. I I think I'm just gonna give it a two. I I don't. I wasn't really engaged. I was waiting for something that never happened. So disappointed. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'll address Nicole's thing first. Uh, the most unbelievable thing about this movie is a guy gets stuck in a thing, no one notices, and he survives. That is. Not believable at all. And, you know, it's space movies. Space movies are, they're going to Mars. We don't go to Mars in real life. So already you're suspending belief there. Other than that kickoff incident, though, once he's on the ship and everything else, uh, I, I don't look at this as like a drama-y thing because you guys don't watch older movies, but this feels very throwback to an old science fiction movie where it's a lot of people talking in rooms about science things. And that's the movie is them having science conversations and making decisions based on science things. Like one of the big, like big scenes are she talks to the people on earth who we don't see. We just see, we are only with these four characters and she, we hear her talk like, you know, can I, I be the one who gets kicked out? So we don't have to kick out this other person. Uh, what are like our different options? And their options are like to use the liquid oxygen uh, to try to grow the um, the algae to to you know because algae is a good absorber of CO two and it creates oxygen. But the uh, but he doesn't want to do that because he's the biologist and he want he's been working on this forever and this is for his project. Like it's all very sci science fictiony science conversations to me, happening. And what you the- said that's all drama about. He wants to grow his plant but he can't like how how much more dramatic can you get 
I yeah, but it's <laughs> I, I but then you guys but when you talk about that you talk about it like you're expecting like love triangles to break out. And I was never expecting that because I was expecting, because they're not in love. They're not, the love is not with each other. The love is with their different motivations for their different plans. And, you know, I think, I think David, we'll get to characters in a second, but like David's motivation is one of the best in the movie for me, where he's working on this project and he has to, his algae slowly die. And that slowly causes them to have to go to more extreme things. But it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't seem like a very, like, no one's like a bad guy in this. It's not like one of those movies where, like, they're yelling at each other on the ship about, like, you don't care about this person. You don't, where's your humanity? There's there's some of that. (laughs) It's not very, I, I, it's not very much. There's a lot of times, I like this more than some of the other more recent space movies I've seen, because this relies, this is very much for people, for good people, for good people who do not want to, they are all trying to do what they actually think is best, and no one's being like, to me, except for maybe one character, selfish and weird for no reason, and they're behaving. I have erratically. to disagree with you. I really don't think that Anna Kendrick's character was fit to be in this position because I, I did say all but one character. I guess we should probably talk about the characters now, since that's what we're doing. So I'll, I'm going to give this plot a a three five. There's a very long, tense, 20 or 30 minute sequence that happens that I think is really good. Like, See, I think it's I never a really felt good. the tenseness. Oh, I had sweaty palms, but oh maybe gosh. you have to care about <laughs> what? what's happening then. Anyway, back, to, let's go, let's go into characters now because that's what we're talking about. There's four Zoe, Zana Kendrick, David's Daniel Day Kim, Michael is Shamir Anderson, and then the commander is Tony Collette. Those are your four characters. Uh, Jess, what do you think of them? First off, I feel like. Anna Kendrick is always named Zoe in whatever movie she's doing. She just seems like a Zoe. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue with that one. <laughs> Zoe is fitting. Um, with the other lady, the third lady, or I guess the second lady, um, I can't not think of Heredity when I see her. And I was hoping Nicole had the same reaction because I think we both walked out of that movie having like the same thoughts. And I just think of like that weird child and her and it's (laughs) it's never gonna go away it came back to me when i watched this space movie which had nothing to do with horror or a weird child so automatically (laughs) that's what i think of her i like seeing daniel kim i think i first saw him in what crazy rich asians and he's been in a couple things since um he he's on tv a lot he was on lost and hawaii 5 he's right he might have been Grey's anatomy actually maybe um i'm not sure and then, what is what even is the stowaway guy's name? I just call him stowaway. Michael a- Michael Adams. Michael. Michael. He was just Michael. like the ignorant kind of giddy person. He he was like he just showed up on this ship, and then he was like, "Oh, I can do the grunt work. I can help. I can sweep the floors. I can like wash the windows, or just kind of like mm-hmm. I can be a little helper, kind of stuff like that." And they're like, mm, "No, you got to go." So. I don't know. I I kind of think the heredity lady, she really didn't have much of a purpose in this. I guess there had to be somebody else, but she was was neutral-ish, understanding people's sides and just was very tense the entire movie. Anna Kendrick, I think was just like that giddy she was just Zoe. Like if you just say the name Zoe, that's that's who she was. <laughs> yeah. Um stowaway again just he was just there, giddy, trying to do his job, being hopeful and not trying to be in anyone's way. And then Daniel Kim was just cared about his algae. That's kind of how I <laughs> simplified that. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm also going to give this a two. I'm, what did you before you, uh, you Nicole? What did you what did you want to happen? What would have made you like this more? What would what, what would these characters be or do for you to like them, or or even like connect root root against someone, root for somebody? I really wanted them to be like, yo, Michael, look, you fucked up our whole mission. We need to, like, eat you out of this aircraft right <laughs> now. Like, eat you out of this I wanted them to, sh- I wanted them to put, I wanted them to put him in, like, the chamber that they just opened and he goes, and flings out of it because <laughs> he should not have been there to begin with, okay? He's stupid enough to get stuck in this freaking spot. And then he's... Like, I, to- I, I don't understand what he... Okay, I have to, like, take a second. Because I agree with what Jess said in the fact that it was so strange how... First, he's freaked the fuck out. Yeah, you're in outer space, and you didn't know, and you almost died. And now, you come back an hour later and go, you know what? I thought about it. I'm ready to get to work. <laughs> like, what do you, you don't even know anything? Like, what do you mean to get ready to get to work? What do you possibly know how to do on there? Like, I would be so fucking scared <laughs> and just probably sit in the corner and, and cry for two years because I, what do you even know how to do? So that was very comical to me that he was just like, I'm ready to get to work. <laughs> like, okay. Um... <laughs> So I, I I do feel bad for him because obviously his life has just been changed so drastically and it sounds like there's someone at home that he needed to attend to. But I mean, what can you do? I guess be happy to be alive in an aircraft or spacecraft. So he's he's probably like the least offensive character to me. In that sense, I mean, we have to talk about most offensive character, which is obviously Zoe, because (laughs) first off, they even say in the movie, they're like, you need to go through a specific set of psychological tests and endurance tests and XYZ testing to be able to do this and go into space. And I can't imagine that while, yes, they're humans, I can't imagine that she would have this this like heartfelt moment that oh my god we need to figure out a way to save michael like no you need to get the him the fuck that's why we got the backstory where she she was the she was on guard and she saved the guy that's her that's her backstory i didn't even i didn't listen to that yeah the drama (laughs) as you call it jess that's like one of the few that's the human drama though i would say that's one of the not good scenes in this uh when they're talking about like Oh, uh, this is my human backstory. I like when they're like, "We have three science solutions to solve the pro to solve the problems. Can we do this one? No, we cannot do this one. Can we do this one? I don't want to. Well, let's try it. Uh, it's kind of working. Oh, it failed. We need to do a, a new one. Like I like that stuff. Well, that's where the other guy comes in and is the voice of reason in all this, and he does the actual yeah, David. scientific the best professional. <laughs> things like he's about to tell this guy to just kill himself <laughs> he hands him the shot he's like and you he, know it needs but to be he done did it, like so seriously he's like you know man you weren't supposed to be here you only have enough oxygen for three of us you just gotta go <laughs> well how did you want him to tell you listen you have to kill yourself how would you deliver that me- message <laughs> no I, i'm admiring it just I mean, I told you what I would do. I would put him in a I know, you would like, eat him into space, before, is what you said. And just hit the, hit the eject, eject him right out of there. Oh my god, I don't know what happened. But, um... <laughs> oh my god. 
And uh, I mean, I always like Tony Collette in things. Um, and I was really happy that she used her regular accent in this because she is Australian, which is pretty cool because you don't hear it often. Yeah. But the, so you don't have PTSD from heredity with her. She's in a um, lot of things. I don't like, even th- a lot of things. She's been an actress too for like a long, pretty you know, couple, couple decades now. I, I I try to block that movie out of my head. Also, though. <laughs> like I that little girl creeps me the fuck out, and I don't like it, so I don't think about it. Um, <laughs> but this whole like camaraderie of people is very boring. The intensity is, just feels so faked. To yeah, me that's what I think too. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously very specific ways that they can relieve this problem. And it's sad. It really sucks that there's not enough oxygen for whoever's there. But if you're being a rational scientist on this mission that you agreed upon and you went through all these rigorous testing to know that what you need to do is complete your mission, like, uh, this is not the time for your emotions to come into play. Like, I know I wouldn't be able to do it either, but... No, you know, Zoe's allowed. to get locked into it. <laughs> no, no, Zoe's allowed at this. Exactly. So... Luckily, she's the one that goes out as the as the sacrifice. Luckily, to, to, because she she should. That was her decision. It was. It was her. It was her character arc. Well, you know, at least that was the only redeeming thing about her. But I mean, it was just, none of it makes sense, man. It's really goofy. It's really goofy. I'm giving them a two. I just I don't I just don't understand what you guys would make different about this. I I really uh, I want him I want him to to die. <laughs> I want him to I want hook up with Zoe. To... <laughs> these, these these movies you're describing are terrible, and they happen all the time. Where like the characters in space hook up and they fight, and people get shot out of airlocks, and they're banging in their little cubbies. I like the algae discussions. I don't know why you guys want know. to There's see no... all this dumb action no, 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 that's no. already happened in all these other space movies. Okay. Just get a nice, simple science story with a couple of science scenes. Okay. You're right. It is cool that they took that route, which we said it was a little different in that way. It wasn't like an alien bear is like in the right. cockpit. It's like, not like some ridiculous, that. like but, everything but the launch is believable. Everything except for the guy being stuck in the panel. Like, after that, so then it's all like pretty logical stuff. Even, no, it's not because this should this this whole movie could not happen. Like I get the like. You can't set up all these scientific theories and, oh, this is really exciting about, you know, the algae may be dying. We need to figure out when some guy should not be fucking alive in the thing. And we just have to put all that aside and now talk about what could actually be realistic. No. (laughs) All right. That's fine. Um, (laughs) But then the other thing about it, too, is like it is the same. You're saying it's not the same type of movie but it is because someone has to go out side of the ship yep. and they have to do some really dangerous thing and oh my god either an asteroid's coming or a solar flare or another ship like uh, it's the same thing i just I, I like that they do this all without whenever you most of the time when you're in a space movie there's like a bad guy on the ship and he like turns on the crew or like there's there's divisions on the ship and they form sides and there's relation there's like you know romantic dramas and like 
that is just that's just we've we've done that and that to me is the unbelievable that would be more unbelievable not more unbelievable than the beginning but like that would make this seem farcical and silly and i don't i like that these are four people and this i guess i'm i'm in my character zoe is my least favorite character cuz she's the one who doesn't quite fit with the rest of these people she's the one who if they you know, everyone else seems pretty logical and what they're doing for what like it makes sense that the biologist and he's been working on his thing his whole life and doesn't want to lose it and it makes sense the ship's commander is centrist and pragmatic and would sacrifice herself first if she could but she has to take you know the the traditional route and it makes sense and i like that the stowaway you know you get stowaway movie maybe oh what if he's a bad guy what if he snuck aboard to do some nefarious thing for somebody and i like he isn't that he's really stupid (laughs) that that would be stupid if he did that but no he's like i don't know how it happened but like i just want to try to help if i can i don't want to just be you know piece of shit and wait around and when like you know he's realizes he's the one who has to go like if if anna kendrick doesn't come in and give us a little her little speech he probably would have done it and then you know the course of the events might have changed i like that everyone except for anna kendrick who like she's she's like kind of close to a logical character but she still has she still has the too much of the like we can't do this humanity thing, and that's the stuff that I find not interesting. Um, so I like the other three performances. If you have two girls and two guys in an enclosed place for two years, greater chance that someone's gonna hook up than not. That's more realistic than not. Was astronauts go to space on these big teams; they all bang and kill each other. Is that what you guys are expecting in like in the in in the real in the real NASA <laughs> program? Is that what you think happens up there? Probably. No, they don't do that. You, I don't they, know, I've never been. They I can't. Never, Can you I've imagine the complication of unexpected pregnancy in space? You can't do that. Of course you can't do that. Well, we all know what would happen. There wouldn't be enough oxygen and someone would have to go out and get <laughs> baby. Yeah, yeah, and that doesn't happen. In, well, there's a solar flare. <laughs> and that doesn't happen in real life. And that's why I, this this seems more grounded. So then let's stop making fucking movies up like that then. They're not entertaining I l- I like a movie it, that's grounded and like is a more realistic thing than just like, uh, fuck you, I'm shooting you at the airlock. Like, I'm doing this for... Like, we have to survive, or, like, oh, let me just get these stitches for you. Like, oh, your how's your wound? Is it healing okay? And, like, I don't, we've Otherwise, seen, I've seen boring, enough of that. And then Zoe's just like, guys, we all have to stick together. We all have to do this. That's yes, what it's I, like I, now. Well, well, that's, I would say remove Zoe and add in a fourth scientist person who, who cares, who thinks more logically. That's how I would change. That's that's the change I would make to the cast, and I would also change the ending. We haven't gotten to the ending yet, but the ending is um. Oh please. So let's. I, I I'm gonna give the. I think the characters are a four because Dang. everyone but Zoe. I think <laughs> no. is a, everyone but Zoe. I think is a good character that fits the tone of this movie really well, and they're well acted. Zoe's just out of place but she's not i don't think she's distractingly out of place i still can enjoy especially the big the big climb to the other module what that happens in a little bit i think that's all good i i really i, I find that it's a tense tense filmmaking and, and a good a good sequence but uh, visual and sound uh nicole i guess i mean <laughs> <laughs> they're in space like oh, what oh. else <laughs> I don't know. Say 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 that's, three sentences and give it to me, and I'll say five, and then we can go to the end if you want. <laughs> All space movies look the exact same, and they don't imp- impress me anymore. The sentence one. Okay, you don't have to literally I say three. So do what you want. <laughs> I don't understand the compartment 
that Michael was in. It makes no sense to me that they thought that that was a good idea to put in this movie that a little bit of blood speckle was falling out in outer space, even though we've all seen that there is not that that liquids don't fall to the ground like that from real space video. Doesn't make any sense. That's sentence number two. Artificial gravity. They, They do have that that exists. But anyway. Oh, well, I didn't know that that was what they were using. Number three. That's why they're not all floating around. The whole outside scene, we need to climb up this grappling thing, and it's so far away, and oh my god, I can't breathe, I gotta wait, you gotta go without me, and I dropped the thing, oh my god, no, like, it's the same, like, it doesn't seem like, suspenseful to me, it's like, you people are fucking clumsy, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's a bit harsh. God, this is not, this is not an easy task, but all right. <laughs> Clumsy. The only thing that I like. They're fucking like hurtling like towards this. Mars in a vacuum. Ugh. She dropped the she dropped the container. <laughs> Clumsy. The only oxygen that they have left, she dropped it. Asshole. <laughs> the only thing that I liked was to see the algae go from green to like poopy color because that was like the indication oh my god we're running out of oxygen it's poop algae (laughs) can't breathe poop algae that's the tagline for the movie so i'm gonna uh i'm gonna say whatever it's whatever i'm gonna give it like a like a 2.5 yeah i mean i i agree with nicole i don't think there's much commentary here we all knew that zoe was going to be the butterfingers like that was not even <laughs> like without a doubt she was gonna be the one to think of the solution go out there and get it and she was gonna ruin it um that was no surprise <laughs> like there's not really much to say because they were just in it in close space the entire time like yeah the spaceship looked cool but i wish we could have had some like anti-gravity fun bopping around doing what astronauts do but n- nothing Banging fun about it yeah I don't know. And then outside <laughs> when they're in their space like space suits climbing up that pole doing whatever, I did not find that like captivating or I wasn't on the edge of my seat at all. I was just like, "Oh yeah, this is the space movie. This is like the the climax and then someone's going to drop it and then they're going to be like, "Well, what well, do we do next?" It's more surprising that they didn't put in like yeah, it's like more surprising that they didn't put in little beeps and boops that their fucking space suit was going out of oxygen or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, instead of that, they did the, they did the solar flares, <laughs> which again happens in space. There are solar flares in space. They have high radiation. Like these are all things grounded in, in you know actual science things, which I like. Um, I'm also. I think I'm just gonna give this a two and pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, I think the whole outside sequence is really good, really, really good. I find that really tense. Oh, the whole outside you sequence don't is like good. Like the stereotypical you... things, and I could have told you before this movie started. Anna Kendrick's gonna go outside and drop the oxygen. Well, I, I, I wouldn't have guessed. I didn't know how this was going to end, as far as like who was going to make it or not. I, I was surprised that Anna Kendrick's the one who no dies. One. I mean, once the movie starts, once it's like midway point, but if you told me at the beginning what's going to happen in this, I would say everyone but the stowaway dies or everyone dies. And that's about it. I didn't think any other options were really going to happen. And in the end, it's really only Anna Kedrick who dies and she sacrifices herself for for the stowaway. No, it's not, dude. She brings one 
tank of oxygen back into the fucking thing. It's enough for one person. There's still three people there. Do- were you not listening to the rules at the end here? So the the, <laughs> oh, the rules change at the end. Well, all right, okay. life support system. We have enough for three. The spaceship's already only built for two, but the, they they made it big enough for three. So three is already pushing it. Now there's four. Oh, that's not going to work. We only have enough for three. Then the life support system's damaged. Now we only have enough for two. But we've got algae. If both the algae starts working, then we'll have enough for four. Oh, one algae dies. We have enough for three. Oh, now both the algae are dead. Now we only have enough for two. But if we can get the two tanks of oxygen full, two plus two will be four, and we can all survive. But then we lose a tank. Oh, we, we thought we'd lose both tanks, so we thought we only have two. But there's still the one left, but someone has to go out and sacrifice themselves to get the third one so three can survive. And that's what happens. I don't know what's, confu- what's confusing about, about this sacrifice. That was a lot of math. Well, I didn't want to do math while I was watching. <laughs> oh, yes. A lot of, it, 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 yes, was, it a was a lot of four minus one, one. Minus one plus, plus two minus yeah, two. I, I, yeah, pretty you know, pretty basic algebra that uh, you know first graders can do. But you know, I understand if that's a little uh, a little too difficult to follow. You don't have to be snippy. I'm just saying there's a lot of confusion back and forth about if there's enough versus if there isn't going to be enough. And when we see her drop the full tank, even when she's down there talking and saying, "Oh, it's past 500," it immediately makes it sound like she needs to get at least two to three. Then we already know she's going to die, so she still needs two. At two fifty, she could fill one, and then that's why we were doing the little the little meter climb to five hundred. And once we hit past five hundred, we know there's enough for two full tanks. Now we have enough for four. I I was never okay, confused good. by the rules of the oxygen. I don't understand, but anyway, the, the outside <laughs> sequence is is good. Um, I I like uh the way the whole thing is structured and the way like you get far enough away and the gravity goes away, and then once you start getting towards a large object again, the gravity starts to pull you back. So I like how all that works, and uh the the, the visuals of the algae is probably my favorite thing, where like the the brown algae, and then they put I like that reveal shot they do when they push back the one cart and you see the oh, the algae that was good that was going well is now dead, so now it's even even worse and like you know characters in an even worse situation how are they gonna get out of this i mean one? at this point we might as well just get rid of david because he was the one that needed the algae for his project and he can't even use it anymore so just throw him out of well you yeah, could get rid true. of david and i thought i i thought he was gonna die i thought on the way back when the solar flares are coming because remember he kind of like you said it nicole when he he's like you uh he's kind of like falling behind a little bit because he's he's not a good as a climber and he gets dizzy in space which we established at the beginning i thought he was gonna die there but he makes it back in and then zoe's the one who sacrifices because she's actually like she can climb and shit he's he he gets dizzy and he doesn't climb very well so anyway and that completes her character arc of the of the little backstory she gave um uh, that's and I get that, that brings us to the end. That's what happens at the end. Zoe, uh, that there's one tank of oxygen left. Uh, they need it immediately, but the uh, solar flares are fucking up the outside. So if you leave, you're gonna die. She goes. She completes it. Gets the oxygen take back, and then she sits on like the edge of a thing as her skin slowly gets you know radiation poisoned. And then we kind of zoom past her towards Mars, and that's the end. There is no additional ending. We don't see her die. We don't see the crew make it. We just kind of end as the thing is slowly moving towards Mars with the three remaining people. Um, but we don't we don't know much after that. So that's the end of this movie. Uh, whose turn is it? Jess, what do you think of Residence and Feel? Um, Residence and Feel. What I got out of this movie is the nice guy always finishes last. <laughs> They're all nice um, guys. I don't think there's, there's, no, there's no bad guys here. Um, I mean the nicest guy, I guess. The one who tried to make everyone. The nicest guy finished last. The okay. nicest guy <laughs> finishes last, yeah. Honestly, I'm going, this movie, I just watched it and it's already so loose in my mind. Like one hour later, 
I know at least two days from now, I'm not even going to remember anything about this. So it had very little resonance with me. I don't know. I just thought it was so intense for no reason. I couldn't connect to it. I thought it was like Nicole says, every single space movie, there needed to be more of a plot. I think Tony needed more of a job. It just wasn't enough for me to keep my attention. I'm giving this a one. I mean, you're right. Like, I I try to think back to, I can't even remember the name of him. <laughs> the one with uh, George Clooney in it. Gravity? Gravity. It's fucking, if you told me the plot of this one and then said that was about gravity, I would believe you. <laughs> gravity, the like <laughs> ten, 10 Academy Award winning film, Gravity. <laughs> I don't think I saw Gravity. I didn't see it either. I have no you idea. I've heard, I've heard mixed things. <laughs> you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, it's this definitely has an audience like i can see why people would put this as number three this week like people like space movies and people like science but to me it's just as we just keep harping on like it's the same thing that i recall from watching other themed movies like this and i don't want to watch them anymore because even if the thing that happens isn't exactly the same, it's always the same buildup of okay, we've got a rocky start on the on the on the ship. Okay, something might be wrong, or there's like a piece that falls off unexpectedly when they're outside. You know, there's a creepy thing that's happening, which is the blood that all that that he finds, and something is awry with their with their clothing or what the hell is it called like their their suits or the oxygen or so there's a something hits it like what i'm trying to say is all these movies have the same exact problems and they all have to try to figure this out before everyone dies and blows up like it just i'm tired of that I, i don't want to see that anymore the only thing that's different about it is like you said there is a lot of back story of why things are going wrong more so than it's just happening like we see the we see the algae going bad you know we see the problem with the weight so that's the only like redeeming part of it to me i I would not watch this again and i will too forget it by tomorrow because it's like it's like gravity i just don't call that one either so i'm gonna give it I'm going to give it a two, I think, being nice. You're generous okay. for your scores for how much you're, you've been shitting on this. I'm just trying to be like Anna Kendrick in the situation. <laughs> you know, I just see. I mean, I was watching good. it with you. You weren't like actively disliking it. There were some parts you didn't like, but no, like. No, but what did I say at the end? Well, you like, disliked the it. end. You really stupid. did not like the end because <laughs> you don't like when it's just like, and now n- well, nothing. It was very anticlimactic to I me. agree with I, you. You know, I wanted to see them use the oxygen. I wanted to see them thrive afterwards and and them get to their next level that they needed to get to. And it was just like she dropped it in and then she just like burned and she didn't even like make any noise. It was like really weird. Made me feel like it wasn't happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. the ending is the weakest part of this. I I think the end is a, quite a whimper. You know, it's kind of a sandwich of the beginning part 
uh, for me is not believable and the end is not um, climactic. I really enjoyed the middle ride, though. I like everything in that middle hour and a half. I think it's good. It's good old. I know you guys don't like old. Old is bad in your minds because you you won't say. But it feels like an old classic sci-fi movie where like guys in in you know are just arguing in rooms for an hour and a half about we have something going wrong. How do we fix it? And they try to fix it, and then sometimes some things work, sometimes doesn't work. Like I like that kind of stuff. I like I like that. Like there's you know there's plenty of good movies where an alien comes on board or the crew splits in half and they have to fight or I guess you know there's romances in space is what Jess wants. But like you know I I that, those are the ones I'm actually tired of. I I this was a refreshing breath of like real classic sci-fi. It doesn't even have to be space sci-fi. Even on ground. Oh, we're creating this new thing in a lab and it could change the world, but we don't really talk about how it's going to change the world. We talk about in a lab for an hour and a half, the repercussions and we do go through different like trials. And I, I think that's just more interesting. I, I, I enjoyed this middle chunk quite a bit. Um, it's not a sticky movie and it does falter at the end, which is why I'm only giving it a two five for resonance and feel. But that middle chunk is a good ride, uh, and it's a good diversion of a movie. And uh, we're at the end here. Uh, Nicole, you're going to recommend Stowaway? Mm, going to have to say no on that one. I bet there's a lot of people that will like this, but I... I mean, I probably tell my mom about it because she likes that goofy shit, but that's... <laughs> I can see your mom liking <laughs> this, actually. <laughs> I think so. But I think she'd like Anna Kendrick, so I don't know if we... we, we <laughs> it'd be an eye-to-eye thing. Anyway, uh, yeah. Jess, you gonna recommend Stowe? Um, nope. And um, back to your comment, I feel like if an alien were to show up on this ship, it would probably like make me laugh and be more engaged than um, <laughs> watching this. I mean, I know I said this the whole time, but I just felt like it was just so intense and so dramatic, just an intense, dramatic space movie, and I, I could not, I cannot deal with it. And I, I really think tony's character was such a throwaway she could have even been like a speaker like someone talking on the ship like she was just not needed at all so like she could have been a command voice from back in yeah that's what i'm saying like she her body didn't even have Mm. to be there she didn't have to be there so there is a lot of throwaway for a two-hour movie i feel like you could really wrap it up and just tell me exactly what happened in under 20 seconds and you'd probably hit every single part so just a lot of extended scenes, uh, unnecessary stuff, and I don't, I don't know. I didn't have a taste for this, so I'm not going to recommend it. Yeah, I, I'm. I guess I'm pretty clearly the highest on this. I enjoyed the ride quite a bit. I really liked my time with the characters and their problems. Um, I liked that there's no. I liked some unique things like there's no clear villain. Like it, you know, it's four people who aren't. You wouldn't call any of these bad people. They all have different motivations and their goals are pretty much the same. But they have some different ways in trying to get there. And I, I, they're all smart. They they have to deal with a lot of problems that are beyond them. And you know, I they, you know, there's plenty of space movies that I like that are cheesy and fun and like kind of go go all crazy you know aliens a classic movie i like that movie sunshine where the fucking demon man shows up at the end and they hurtle towards the sun like that's fun but that's a different kind of sci-fi movie and i'm glad that this one's a little more a little more reserved a little more interested in problem solving so i'm going to give stowaway a pretty solid recommend it's not a sticky movie it's not like a end of the year top movie but it's uh i think it's a good good use of two hours it might be a little long but really only a little i like my time here so one recommend two not recommend 
recommendations for Stowaway. And that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, recommendations, uh, send them over to us. We'll have some more time slots in the next month or so. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you guys for being on. Woo-woo. Yay. So next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.